The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Whoa, guns up, giddy up. Whoops. <laughs> giddy up? Giddy up. Welcome to Night Shift. You have stumbled into the Failure to Stop Podcast Network. This is Night Shift, where Andrea Uplate brings us all the gruesome mayhem and murder of true crime. I know tonight's case is going to be a missing persons case. Uh, hope it's solved. Nope. Because you all nope. know. Nope, 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 nope. She's dead. A, oh, fuck, you ruined it for everyone. And we started the show off with a big F word. So we didn't even make it past the 90 second mark. So now we're uh, going to get a little naughty rating. Happy Tuesday. It's good to see you. It's been a long week of recovery. It's taken about that long. It really has. Like, I feel like it was just yesterday that I saw you in a way that I probably should never see a lady. When you took a picture of me peeing in the woods. (laughs) Yep. That was one. That was one thing I wish I could take back. And then also uh, you and my wife just stumbling through a a parking lot doing the walk of shame. For those of you who don't know, we raged for like three days with Breaking Benjamin. Uh, had a wonderful time. Had a wonderful time with Jason. And uh, we we overindulged. Let's leave it at that. I feel like I did pretty good. I My biggest know. fear was tripping off the stairs, like of the tour bus, like onto the concrete. Yeah. So uh, uh, that would have been fun. They were watching our show though. We got like, we got to stay on stage with them for the whole, the concert. That was the most rad thing I've ever done in my life. By the way, when that curtain dropped and there was just that sea of fans, I was like, that was what in the actual is going on with my life right now. And then um, going back to the tour bus and our show being live, because we remember we pre-recorded with Ashley on one of the most ridiculous, crazy cases of all time, which by the way, uh, I guess she got guilty yesterday. Yeah. Um, of capital murder. So that's a, a great case. You don't want to, you don't want to miss that. Uh, if you haven't gone back and listened to that night shift, you absolutely should. But they, that show was playing in their tour bus on the flat screen when we got back up there. And I just thought like, this is it. We made it. That. And then all the eighties music videos. That was dope. Mm, I don't remember any of that. Yeah. I was already too far gone. And karaoke. Uh, I did get to karaoke with uh, Keith Whalen. From from Breaking Benjamin, if I haven't what said you, Breaking Benjamin you enough. You tell him what you sang. Every time we say Breaking Benjamin, you have to take a drink tonight. Um, we sang a lot of more. You, no, no, no. Cool that's you. not what I sang. I sang a lot of more. I sang. I sang, I sang you ought to know. I don't remember what you sang. You I stood sang... there. You didn't really sing. You just stood there holding the mic, looking into Keith's eyes. Wrong, because he was looking at the iPad. I was singing "Always Something There" to remind me, or pretending to sing it. Yeah, that's what you thought was going on, but it was like that Wolf of Wall Street scene where he thinks he's driving safe, but he's just banging this Lambo like all over the rails. That's what you're doing. You were just sitting there like this with these dreamy little eyes, just fluttering. Little did he know that you just took a piss in the woods like a savage, like a real savage. He thought you were a lady, but you're not. Yeah, that was much earlier in the evening. But I know Um, I'm excited about tonight. We do four shows a week on this podcast network. We do uh, Off the Cuff with Mike the Cop and He Big Daddy bringing you all the cop news that one could want. Very entertaining, though. They bring it to you very entertaining. 
and Tuesdays night shift with us. Then we have last call with Eric, giving you everything that you need so that you don't sound like an asshole over the weekend to your civilian friends. I give you all the things to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. Um, and then Friday's our case breakdown with myself and Mike, the cop. But so uh, this show is brought to you by Ghostbed. Ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. Sleep so good. It's scary. And also Blue Chew. BlueChew.com using that promo code Wolfpack. And that's if this show doesn't get you hard. The only thing that probably will is Blue Chew. If Eric Tanzi doesn't get you hard. Blue Everything Chew's else will. Blue, <laughs> Blue <laughs> Chew is your last help. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. And I feel like after all of these night shifts, that's exactly what Blue Chew is. That's why they made Blue Chew. So when you're not in the mood, and I'm not in the mood after I sit here with you and talk about all this gruesome, nasty stuff, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. But I want to perform for my wife when I get home. Because I don't want that fire to die. I don't want that fire that her and I have to ever burn out. And so if she's ever in the mood, I want to rise to the occasion. And that's why I'm thankful for Blue Chew. Don't you wish you had a man like that in your life? You're so what code are they going to use? Wolfpack. Nice. And For what don't you wish you don't you wish you had a man like that in your lonely, lonely? You ever thought that if you weren't just listening to a true crime podcast and trying to write stories and all this gruesome shit that maybe, just maybe, you could find love somewhere other than the interwebs? Other than late night phone sex chats with floozies on the interwebs you ever think that maybe for one minute if you just took the the earbuds out of your ears the raycons out of your ears and you you just opened yourself up a little bit just got yourself out there just put yourself out Mm -hmm. into the into the universe that maybe you could find a guy like me (laughs) wow maybe there is a reason to keep my earbuds in Mm. you make me drink that's what you do to me on a tuesday night i'm a family man i'm a man of god and on tuesday night you bring out the worst in me uh cody jordan says five bucks shirtless tansy let's go look i'm not cheap like like andrea it's gonna cost you a lot more than five bucks to see these tits (laughs) it's gonna cost you a lot more than a couple of tickets to a breaking benjamin concert and a tour bus to see these titties buddy God, shall I share the picture of okay <laughs> of you peeing in the woods? Yeah, no, of you. Okay, just move, move right along. <laughs> oh man, welcome to night shift, folks. Hey guys, real true crime up in here. It's about to be a crime. Well, let's go. What do you got for us tonight? Yeah, guys. Woo wee. All right. Hey, man, let me be like a real chauvinistic asshole that like a lot of people think that I am in real life. What do you got for us tonight, toots? <laughs> I don't what you got that. there? What do you got there, peaches? <laughs> you, can, you can say toots. Damn it. Well, it come works. on, pumpkin tits. Let's see what it's you got. <laughs> come, come on, sugar bottom. All righty. All right. All right. Just shut your damn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Y'all, what are we? I don't even. Okay. Let's start over. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so this is the case, guys, of Debbie Collier out of Athens, Georgia. If you have listened, it's been on the news a lot lately. So she was last seen alive on September 10th, this past September, about a month ago. 
almost we're, we're uh drew breezy i'm sorry said kiss my grits i grew up saying that my mother always said that as well so i like that one yeah eric kiss my grits um debbie was last seen alive on september 10th around around 3 p.m so so here's here's the story it's going to end with her um partially burned body partially nude um in a wood line uh quite a ways away from her home and everything you guys start chiming in you will i know you will but uh it's it's unsolved as of yet but we've had a lot of twists and turns and a lot of very early on um movements by law enforcement to obtain search warrants um uh to to people close to her so debbie Pause. I'm so sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry. I know the fans hate it when I do this, but we do. We are a live show. And we do have live people in the YouTubes. And right now, Lasro Lopez is in the live chat. If you don't follow Lasro Lopez, you have to. He is uh, just the most entertaining human being of all time. But he was sitting in the last row as he does at, I can't at all this video, event, by the way. Mm-hmm. And a girl was spitting a beer into his mouth. She's now in the live chats. Oh, she's here. Oh, and she looks like an eight as well from that video. I'm going to go with a solid Texan eight on that one, um, which is well, good. I'd because give her, I'd give her higher crazy. than that. Well, you know what? She's okay. Well, I What's guess her name? Go on Who crazy is she? Stuff, I have no idea what her name is. I just know that she's in the chats. Um, I think it's Melanie Brown. Hey, Mel- um, oh, it is. Hey, Melanie. Melanie, if you ever want to spit in my mouth or if you ever want to spit in last row and my mouth together one day we could maybe collaborate. I could lay mm-hmm. down maybe like head to head, Two like my, spits, one head my head. And then you stand over us and maybe like spit both in both our mouths um, with both our mouths open and you spit into it. That would be Melanie. Really cool. just stay on that end of the game. All right. Like, please for the love of all that's holy, you, you be the one doing what you're doing. Don't stay on that side of the things. That's all. Don't listen to Andrea, please. She makes poor life decisions, and that's why she's single at fifty-two. <laughs> she'll never, she'll never be more than a small town Hooters manager. <laughs> Mediocre. <laughs> that shit, right? All right, let's get back to the story. I will not, I will not interrupt again. It's time <sighs> to get serious. It's time to get serious. Time to tighten it up. Okay. So here's what we know: there was a Georgia game. Uh, that weekend, go dogs! I'll say it once, Kyle Hickman. If you're listening, that's for you. I'll never say it again. Spelled dogs um, wrong. And so, uh, Georgia was playing that weekend. Her husband Stephen worked as uh, a car parker, if you will. So, if you've ever been to a tailgate, guys, you know there's someone who's got like the flag and they're kind of waving you in. Park here, park there. That's what he did. Um, that's where he was on September 10th. Uh, when it was the last the last time we'll get into that a little bit more, but when it was the last time that we know of Debbie being alive. So Debbie is a 59 year old office manager at a real estate agency. <clears throat> she goes to there's a picture of Debbie. Um, she drives. This is going to be the first the first red flag of this of this story as far as I'm concerned. She drives to. Um, a family dollar to to get some goods. Um, there is some question on the goods that she purchased. We're going to talk about what she bought and whether or not that's normal based on uh, what she was doing that day. So that blonde hair, uh, if you're uh, listening, guys, we've got a picture of her up. She's got blonde hair here. That's more current with her present day um, without, excuse me, she looked in September. 
Um, and we have a picture of her from surveillance uh, checking out at the family dollar there. So uh, in some of the other photos you can see, she's wearing uh, she's wearing football attire. She's wearing what looks to be a, uh, a Bulldogs, a Georgia jersey top, some black shorts, a visor, like she's ready for the game. We don't know if she's going to attend the game or not. That's still yet to be um, disclosed or, or known about. She could have been going home for a party to watch the game, you know, or she could have been going to to the actual stadium. We don't know. Um, and I would kind of like to know that, but, um, she drives, it's, it, it goes back and forth depending on where you read, but between 60 and 70 miles from her home to this family dollar, like if you type in her address right now, which you can do and you'll hear her address on the 911 call. And I've looked it up. There's multiple, multiple dollar stores, you know, all around, you know, she lives in a decent sized town. They're everywhere. But you said she's a real estate agent? No, she's an office manager at a real estate. But like, like sometimes office. do office managers like run out to do a showing like in the place of the real estate agent? Office manager is not going to do a showing. What and if she's going to run so, out some, what if she runs out some keys? Can she do that? Uh, she, no, no, that's a good question. She could. It's very unlikely. Here's a couple of reasons. She's in pretty decent communication with her husband. I okay. feel like he would say that that's what she was doing if that's what he knew she if that's what she was doing. Um, also, it's just, you know, like, I mean, I'm not saying that real estate agents and the, the corporations don't work outside of, uh, you know, a certain mile radius. They do, but more under special circumstances. Maybe they've got a friend that moved in town or maybe they've got a higher dollar client, you know, potentially. Usually they're not traveling 60 and 70 miles on the weekends to these showings. Um I, I can't say no to that question, but I don't, I think that's much, I think it's highly unlikely that that was what oh. happened, especially given that she wasn't even a real estate agent to, at all anyway. Um, so she goes, she goes to this one far away. Now that is still something that is a question. Um, law enforcement talks about it. Uh, any, anytime you're reading about this story, everyone wonders, that's just a red flag was she when i say lured there maybe not as far as she was concerned under any malicious intent is there a reason she went that far away and because i say that because where her body was found that was north of home and then she uh will talk about it but as she leaves the store she she heads on the highway going southbound and it was just a few miles from there where her body was found so she was found much closer to that family dollar farther away oh. from her home than she was from where she lived, right? Um, so it was just around 3 p.m. Uh, surveillance shows her, I think, leaving the store at 3.09 p.m. She then, there's outside cameras that show her go out and sit in her van for approximately 10 minutes before she ultimately leaves at 3.19. Now, she's driving a Chrysler van that's a rental. Her car is in the shop. So, um when you'll hear about it on the 911 calls because there's also speculation as to why her car was in the shop. Uh, the car, so she goes out to that van that she has rented. She sits in that parking lot for those 10 minutes. <clears throat> uh, we don't know exactly what she's doing, right? It could be a lot of things. She could be, you know, typing in directions or putting on some music playlist or, you know, responding to texts. Well, who knows? So she's sitting, car. she's sitting in the van for, in the van in the parking lot at the family dollar once she's checked out for 10 minutes before she leaves to oh. head back on the highway. Um, 
what we do know is while she, we found out since, while she was there, this is where things get incredibly fishy. A Venmo payment was sent to her daughter. Her daughter is 36 years old, Amanda Bearden. We're going to talk about her. Um, a Venmo payment was sent to 36-year-old daughter, Amanda, in the amount of $2,385. Along with a text to Amanda's phone that says, I'm going to read it to make sure I'm not, that I get it verbatim. They are not going to let me go. Love you. There is a key to the house in the blue flower pot by the door. And her phone was turned off two minutes later. So let me read that again, you guys. This is pretty important. This Venmo payment of around $2,300 came through to her daughter. Last communication from Debbie to anyone. And the words, they are not going to let me go. Love you. There is a key to the house in the blue flower pot by the door. Now, I know exactly what I think right now, but what's your thought on this text? They probably said, <clears throat> if there's somebody in the car that has her, they're saying, if you send out a text, we'll kill you. If you do this, we'll kill you. If you do that, we'll kill you. So she thought she could send a Venmo and send a message out through Venmo, which is pretty uh, badass. No, I think, no, 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 no. I, I might have uh, miscommunicated that. I'm not certain that the that the uh, narrative came through on Venmo. Maybe. Oh. That's actually a great point. I think that was a text, though, to her daughter. It was a text and then a Venmo. Not a Venmo text. Like here's two hundred. Yeah, I don't think it was. Yeah, like two thousand three hundred eighty-five. Now, what's what's the significance in two thousand three hundred eighty-five dollar or whatever it was? What's the significance? Is that all that was in her account? We don't know that. We've not been disclosed that. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess without any information, there's. I really want to no, talk about the money, but right now I'm asking you about that. What you think about that text? What's your initial like? What's They're your? They're not gonna let me go. Like somebody's got a hold of her. See, I think and, no one has a whole. I I, well, I think I think she didn't write that text. I don't think uh, that came from her at all. I don't yeah. think that someone is has got her and incapacitated her in in whatever form, or is kidnapping her or threatening her, and she's sending a text. In fact, to go so far as to you know the you know the the rule of thumb of like too many details equals an untruth, most likely. Right. The key is under the blue flower pot by the door. Why? her husband was going to be home shortly. Her daughter could like, do you know what I mean? Like, why is that something that she needed to convey? If she's in a car with someone who's, why does she need her to send $2,385 to, well, the money is a whole either. separate matter. That's obviously a red flag. Why are they letting her go into the family dollar and buy some shit, which I don't, I would like to know what she bought. I'm about to tell you, but okay. I will tell you my initial instinct on that text is she didn't write it. She didn't write that. Well, then who knows that there's a key under the, blue like how if somebody killed her how oh, would they know that's funny okay. maybe somebody close to her so oh oh, 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 oh. I um, see. you know you more about this story than i do i've never heard this story I've, I've never heard one all thing i know is debbie collier case you get to hang on my every word oh god yeah let me just hang all over it oh god <laughs> so she bought <laughs> 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 yeah. she bought <laughs> Smell different when you're stop awake. talking. Stop talking. She bought um tarp. <laughs> I know, I know, but listen, <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. I Shit. understand. I understand. It's getting dark quickly. A red tote bag, kind of like a um, if you guys picture a 
non-disposable like grocery bag, like a reusable bag, you know, uh-huh. just a red cheapie from the dollar store. Yep. A rain poncho, some paper mm. towels, and like a Ooh. torch uh, lighter. <laughs> but hold on. Doesn't look She good. was going, she potentially was going to tailgate. We don't know. We don't know, but she was dressed in football attire. She was an avid uh, Bulldogs fan. She was definitely dressed to watch the game wherever it was she was watching it. So paper towels, a poncho, these things are, that's not unheard of for a tailgate, right? Or um, murder. I know, or murder. I, that's, I mean, that's where it gets funny. However, I mean, I, 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 to me, it doesn't scream. I mean, it, it screams murder because we know she died, right? But had she not, the, the, any of those things work for hey, a tailgate? American, American psycho-ish, you know? I don't know. I'm not turned off right now by what she bought. Um, I don't know. I, I guess like a poncho, fine. Um, it was not rainy that day. Um, as far as I know, I did look that up. But then you say, we'll move right along. But that is what she purchased. She went out, sat in the car for 10 minutes, sent the text, sent the Venmo. And then we have some CCTV of her exiting the parking lot um, and heading southbound on that highway, which would be in the direction of her home. But when she's found, it's it's not too far, just a few miles from that family dollar. All right. So immediately upon finding her body, it was almost 24 hours later on September 11th, police have ruled out again, almost Im- immediately. Um, they ruled out suicide and they ruled out any random act of violence or kidnapping. They immediately said that they consider this a personal and targeted attack. But the big mystery is that she is 75 miles from from home. Well, at this point, probably 55, 60, maybe 50, 60. But she went 75 miles away from home. Yeah, she went around 60 to 70 miles away from home to go to a dollar store. You know, I mean, I went to when a skate park. there's a million of them. I went to a skate park today that was like 60 fucking miles from my house. So It's different because you're checking out different skate parks for different ramps and courses and... Um, yeah, but I'm uh, saying like people drive 60 miles. Six, driving 60 miles like in you're Florida gonna pass 10, is nothing. But you're going to pass 10 family dollars to get to the 160 miles away. That's my point. If you type in yeah, address, but, well, what I'm a million saying, around her. What I'm saying is if she already had shit to do wherever she was 60 miles out at, she Why did not nothing else that we know of. What would make her go 60 miles to get murdered? That's the question. That's uh, the well, meaning. I'm giving you the answer. I'm saying that she probably went to go drop a key off somewhere, or maybe m- maybe she was getting some photos developed, and the only was- Walgreens that could develop the photos is 60 miles away. I it mean, I went to I went to a Lowe's over the weekend because the Lowe's here is out of umbrellas, and I had to go to the Lowe's in Cary. And that Lowe's is like 45 miles away. Yeah, I've done that too. I just think that generally speaking with like a family dollar, Dollar General, the stock is generally the same. Especially what when else you're getting- did she buy? Like we're getting caught up on her stopping only at that family dollar. She could have went to fucking anywhere before that. She could have went and S- she could have went and spit beer in Lasro Lopez's mouth. In two That's neighborhoods. That's probably down. what got her dead. Melanie, watch out. <laughs> and Melanie was jealous. 
She's like, I'm the only one that's going to spit and last. Don't know what mouth. you're getting yourself into. I don't know. I just feel like I, I don't know that it's all that suspicious because obviously she did not drive 75 miles just to go get murdered. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody against her will says you get in your van right now and you drive 75 miles. No, I don't think anybody was. You buy this right now or it's over, you know? Unless that's exactly what happened and I'm going to look real stupid here. In a <laughs> I. Ah, uh, I. What if it was to separate her from our home a little bit, like to give some distance? Again, Andrea, what dude or anybody is going to say, "Hey, Andrea, uh, this internet relationship that I've had with you for the last three weeks is is going really well. I want you to drive seventy five miles to this Dollar General, and I want you to buy a poncho." A Nobody tar- said stranger, and a toilet paper. Okay, I call you and I say, Andrea, I want you to drive 75 miles to this Dollar General. Exactly. That's my point. That you had unless I knew you were going to you a did baseball traffic practice. me out of city the other day, though. Against my will. Well, that was a very, very important meeting that I had, and you were just in my way. For you those of you who don't me know, shower or brush my teeth. No, you said get it in wasn't anytime. We're going. And then when I was in the truck, you said, Never mind, I don't have time to take you to your car. You're gonna sit here hostage. That's what you get for drinking way too much with breaking Benjamin and leaving your car in a rando spot. You joke you said, Can we drive your car to that place? <sighs> we're not gonna do this in front of our fans. We're not gonna okay. do this tonight. Not tonight. We can do this any other time. Point mm-hmm. being, I had a really important meeting that was way more important to you. And I went there and all of our fans are going to benefit from it because it had to do with my book, which is coming out very soon. And I hate to give a shameless plug in the middle of this terrible murder mystery. But let's get back to the subject of I don't think that somebody lured her out to the Dollar General. Okay, we'll move along and then we're going to wrap back to that, though. Okay, whether you want to or you don't. Um. So she was driving that minivan. Again, her car was in the shop. We talked about what she purchased. Now, the cashier at the dollar store has been interviewed um, very understandably so pretty upset about this and just said, man, she had no, like, I had no inclination, right? The the lady uh, did not seem to be under any distress or duress uh, or, you know, didn't seem emotional or upset in, in any kind of way. And again, we know that she was dressed to, in a way that looked like she was going to go watch a, watch a game at some point. Uh <clears throat> So fast forward, so nice uh, and goes. So the only thing that I'm not super certain on is like where, wait, so she came home. Now I'm thinking about this because now I'm thinking about the husband's 911 call. When he woke up, when he woke up the next morning, her van her van was home. Now they sleep in separate beds because of his snoring. So when he woke up, well, this was the day that she left. When he woke up, she heard the van was there. And <clears throat> he said to, you know, for all accounts, he thought that she would be home next day or later on rolls around. Daughter calls husband and says, keep in mind, this is her daughter from a previous marriage. So it's his stepdaughter. Um, she calls him to say, I can't find mom. I just got a, I got a text from her. This was that afternoon after the dollar store, right? She said, I got a text from her, tells him what the text said. And then, <clears throat> and they call 911. There was about a three hour, two to three hour time span between when he, between when she gets the text from her mother 
and when they call 911. Like the husband wasn't sitting on it, but the daughter was before she told him about it. So if you get a text from your mother that says, they won't let me go, love you, <laughs> some money, here's the key. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Out of context, perception isn't reality. Um, hey, mom, are you able to get out of work early? They won't let me go. Right. Here's 22,380 something bucks. Except for that's not how she portrays it to be. That's not how the daughter portrays it to be. She acts terrified. Okay. Um, she talks as though that. she thinks that she that mother has been kidnapped. Okay. So if that's her perception is that mother has been kidnapped. What if that was mom's? Well, what if that was mom's intent? I guess it wasn't her intent because she got fucking murdered. But I get you. It was, suicide was ruled out immediately, and we'll talk about that. A no, little I, bit, but... nobody's gonna light themselves on fire in a suicide unless they're doing it for political reasons in Vietnam. I assume right? that was did that... happen. <clears throat> so. So the daughter thinks that mother's been kidnapped for for everything that we know based on what she got in that text, right? And she waits. She sits two to three hours on this before she calls 911. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Who put that up? You just had that up. Is it uh, Amber? Amber HHH said, I think the dollar amount is a birthday and the only way she could get a clue through for who did it. Ooh, it's a real mystery. What's the uh, what was the total? But it again? would be that would be twenty three eighty five. <clears throat> so um, I can't make a twenty uh, third day of, of the eighty fifth year. I don't. I mean, of nineteen eighty five. I don't know. It. I. I mean, I've heard things like that. That or people February third, nineteen eighty five. Right. I've heard people which think would that be would... a thirty seven year old person because I know math. <sighs> Mm -hmm. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> it makes it really You're awkward for wrong. our audio listeners. <laughs> makes it really awkward for our audio listeners when you give me that stare. And you give me that look of disappointment. All I wanted you to do is be proud of me and the math that I achieved as a C student. <laughs> and really you shamed you me job. with your eyes. You did a good job. You know, I, I have heard that that theory about that being a cryptic not being cryptic uh, maybe maybe uh let's get through this and we'll we'll talk some more speculation so we're going to talk about the husband's 911 call there were three calls that we have um to 911 concerning uh debbie i think we only have two to play is that correct Three. We got three. You did get the third one. Okay. So let's get the husbands going if you can do that. So Steve calls. He gets home from work. Again, guys, he... Um, yep, we'll talk about it. Go for it. Yes. Uh, can you hear it? Came on. My wife was at home. Her driver's license is still in there. The rental car is gone. And her daughter's here. And we were kind of worried about what's happening and where she's at. I was wondering if you could send somebody over here. Did she have any medical issue? Does she have like Alzheimer's or something like that? Uh, no, no, she's uh, 59 years old. No, she has no medical issues or something like that. And according to her daughter who went up and uh, her purse is still here with her driver's license. The only thing is the phone is gone and she sent her daughter a text about two hours ago saying they won't let me go. Whatever that means, we don't know. And I've been gone all day parking cars for the football game and, all, and that's where we're at. 
What's your address, sir? 435 Rocky Drive, Athens, Georgia. You said 435 Rocky Drive? Yes, it's right next to Sandy Creek Park. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. Okay, so she sent your daughter a text message saying that they my stepdaughter, stepdaughter, that they won't let her go. Yeah, they got. She got a text message saying that. And it come from her number, right? What What is um? What's your name, sir? Steve Collier. Spell your last name for me. C O L L I E R. And your wife's name? Deb Deborah Debor. Uh, we call it Debbie, but it's D-B-O-R-R-A-H. Debor? Same last name? Collier, yes. How old is she? Is that 59? 59. She just turned 59. You just returned home, right? Pardon me? You just returned home, right? Yes, I just returned home. I was parking cars uh, until about 4.30, and when I came back, to the van that she had rented because the car was in shop, uh, was gone. I figured she was shopping for food. Okay. So, and her car is there? Pardon me? Her, her, her van's not here. Okay. But her driver's license and what else is there? Right. Home? Yeah, her driver's license is here. What else did she leave? The purse or anything else? Uh, yeah, she left her purse. And her credit cards are here. When, when was the last time... Um, she was seen. Uh, well, I left at 9 o'clock. She was still sleeping. So, last night. I mean, so, she was went to bed last night, and I left, and the van was here. So, is your stepdaughter there, though? I mean, did she, did she see her today? Pardon me? Did your stepdaughter see her today? Pardon me? Did you say a stepdaughter. Did she see her, or... Say that again. I'm trying to control a dog. Okay, your your stepdaughter. Did she see her? Um, no, recently? no. Nobody has seen her. Uh, I was probably the last person to see her last night. What time? Is that nine o'clock last night? Yeah, about nine o'clock we went to bed. You left this morning, right? Yes, at about nine. I'm sorry. So, did you see her this morning or last night? No, I saw her last night at about nine when she went to bed. And when I left, the van was here. And so she she was. You don't know if she was still there or not. You didn't see her this morning. <clears throat> we can go on and turn it off now. Um... <clears throat> about two hours ago? Yeah. All right. Um... <clears throat> so, just to clarify, I had mentioned it just before it started, but... Uh, they slept in separate beds because of Steve's snoring. Okay. Right. So when he says he didn't see her that morning, it's because he wouldn't have seen her that morning. He gets out of bed and he's not going to go if they're sleeping separately. He's not going to go in there to wake her up to tell her he's leaving. Right. So he says that her van was there and, you know, to all there's no reason for him to assume she's not there and sleeping. So he goes to work at the stadium about 15 minutes away from their home to park these cars. Well, when he comes home after the daughter has said that she received this kind of cryptic text from mom, um, he says her purse is right here. Everything's in it. 
they've deduced later that the only things missing were a debit card and her phone. But, and that's one of the big, that's one of the big points they talk about was that she left her purse at home. But if you look at their surveillance, there's one that I'm not sure that we have here, but if you look back at some of the surveillance photos, there's one of her entering the dollar store and she has a very obvious crossbody purse on her. Now, I don't know why she would have, we all switched purses. I don't know why she would have switched purses and basically left everything in the other one. Right? Why would she have just taken out a debit card? These things matter to me because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I switch purses often if she's like at the end of the day, oh, I'm going to go tailgate. This crossbody one is going to work better for me, whatever. Why would she just pull a debit card out of her wallet and grab her cell phone and what, throw those two little things in that bag? Um, right. It. I can understand Drew Breezy said if she was going to a football game, that's not out of the ordinary. You're right in that she may not want her whole purse, but she did take a whole purse. She took a whole big well, you can't say you can't take a whole purse into a football game anyway. Right. Well, she could to tailgate. So she's just tailgate. We we still don't know that she was even for sure tailgating. This all of this stuff is speculation. Okay. Everything that she between her clothing and her purchases and these kinds of things look like tailgating. Uh, especially with her husband kind of working there, parking cars and things like that. You know, these things, that would not be a far reach. We don't know, though. I'm just saying that she didn't she didn't take her old purse, but she did, in fact, take a purse. So it's not like she just left with debit card and phone. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, so this is a Saturday. This puzzle. Because this is just, this is a Saturday, obviously. Yeah. Because it's a football day. Um, I, I, um, here's the thing: isn't uh, the dad doesn't seem suspect to me at all? Like that seems like a very genuine phone call. Dad's not ever been in my radar. Uh, that seems like a very genuine. That's the first time I've heard that now on call. But I, I think if it sounds very genuine, you can't make that. You can't fake that kind of behavior. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't think the dad has anything to do with this as of as of that that audio tape there. Um. I do think it's weird. I check on my family multiple times a night. Meaning if I, I know, get up to go pee, everybody does, I know? go to everybody's bedroom and make sure that everybody's good. I, and before I go to, I mean, I can tell you my routine. Cause I don't, I don't want to give you hints when you come to stock my house, Andrea. That's why I don't give you my address. Um, I don't ever want, I don't ever want you there ever. Um, even if breaking Benjamin is sleeping at my house and, you get invited to come hang out. I still don't want you there. So I think it's weird that he left without going in and like saying goodbye or like giving, I mean, I get it. You snore if and you they have chosen. Well, I know, but, but if they've chosen separate beds, like let's say she's been sleep deprived for years because of his snoring and they both are like, you we still both go do and better. say goodbye. Like what if it's your, obviously, obviously this is a good reason. This is a, this is a well, point. This is a good reason for people to reason. Do why you should say goodbye every time you fucking leave the house, all of your kids and your, like, who doesn't do that? Like who doesn't give their mom a kiss goodbye, their wife a kiss goodbye, their kids a kiss goodbye, their dog a kiss before they ever leave the fucking house. That's dumb. There's a rule in my house. There, nobody ever leaves without saying goodbye. And well, and I think that's a fantastic school. rule, honey, but not everybody subscribes to it. You know what I mean? I agree. They're from with Georgia. You. They should subscribe to it. That is a Georgia. That is a Southern rule. Not whatever bullshit town you're from up north. Shut the hell up. 
anyway, I don't know. I don't think it's weird that he didn't. I mean, I agree. I always think about it. It doesn't matter. I, I don't think it's weird that he didn't. That's not it. That's not, I'm not down on that hill. But he, he left. She's sleeping. It's a Saturday. Whatever. Uh, so, so that's, uh, he goes and parks the cars. We do have uh, confirmation that he was there. We have the video surveillance from the stadium parking lot that he was, in fact, exactly where he said during the hours that he said he was there. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not worried about dad. He's not. No, we're not. No. A, He's not sus, as they not say. Sus. He's not sus. So we have another 911 call. All right. So you guys bear with us. The next one is going to be from Diane Shirley. Diane is actually uh, Debbie's sister. Now, Diane lives, if I'm not mistaken, in Alabama. So she's an entire day. But she has gotten a call as well from the daughter, Amanda. So now she's concerned. But she's concerned for a little bit of a different reason. So if you want to get that... Um, yeah, you want to hear that one? Cute up, yeah, was, please. Somebody was somebody was commenting on your uh, your shoulders being exposed in the live chats. I said, send a super chat, and he'll expose more than your shoulders. So I we'll won't. Wait, we'll all wait for that, and uh, I'll play this tape here. Can you guys hear that? Turn it up. Turn it what? Up. I wouldn't know how to do that. Is that as loud as it's coming through? Let's turn this off because I think it's going to be difficult for everyone to hear. And I'll just kind of outline what she says. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So... Again, this is uh, Debbie's sister, Diane, calling from a state away. She says that, oh, thank you, Jonah, sent $10. How much for more? I don't have more. This is the amount of shoulder. Give them some kneecaps. Give them some kneecaps. Don't even act like you're not too good for that shit. Because you were trying, you were talking to me like a year ago before you started podcasting. So Debbie If it would be unethical to do an OnlyFans showing your elbow. Just my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real story folks <laughs> just my elbow that's all uh so so debbie's sister calls 911 now her concern is not just that her sister's missing she's very obviously shaken she's tearful uh you hear her catch her breath she goes on to say that amanda the daughter has contacted her her niece about her sister and she continuously says hey, i'm very very worried i'm very concerned for her it sounds like she already just in the pit of her stomach knows something is terribly terribly wrong she makes mention of the fact that the daughter that debbie's daughter has been maybe not uh the most reliable source of information and maybe not the cream of the crop here in the family she says along the lines that, uh, you know, she had not had a ton of communication with her daughter, that her daughter had gotten into some trouble, things like that. So she immediately turns it to not just being concerned about her sister, but being concerned about the source 
which was information from the daughter. She also goes on to say that, remember, she's driving the rental van, Debbie, Mm -hmm. that she had gotten per per the story that she, Debbie, the murdered woman, had gotten in a car wreck or an altercation on the road earlier on hence why she's in this rental car with someone who was on probation. So this uh, story goes that a ex-con truck driver guy was in front of her carrying a lot of cans of paint in the back of his truck and the paint spilled out onto the hood of her car at some point or or the cans rolled out or the paint spilled out, whatever. When they get out of their cars to talk about the issue, um, old boy is saying like basically you can't tell anybody this happened you can't turn this in you can't call law enforcement I'm on probation and I think part of his um, part of his probation was that he was not allowed to drive so he did not want to get further in trouble and she essentially made a pact that she would not uh, turn this in or roll it over to authorities now that we're saying this I haven't looked into the insurance I don't know if she did file an insurance claim or not but her car was in the shop And that's why, as far as we know, that's why she was driving the van. So some people will go down the rabbit hole and say, it's this guy, like this guy, maybe she did file a claim and he was the, he was already an ex-con. I don't think so. I'm not, uh, I'm not caught up on the dude on the road whatsoever. We don't even have a date as to when that accident occurred. So, uh, what does that say? Uh, I wasn't looking. Clark Culper said, I'm like the older, much, much older cousin that we tease. Yeah, he was responding to uh, Sarah Kelch in the live chat. She was, they were saying that we were being mean. And he said, you're just like the much, 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 much older, much older cousin that we like to tease. Um, Jay Gold's Grapes paid us $10 just to hear me read to you. Be glad they're asking for shoulders and not feet. Okay. I feel like at this point we're up to like 50 bucks. You owe the fans something. Give them that elbow. Make them happy. So that was her. That was Debbie's sister in the call that we had a hard time hearing that I was just talking about. Right. So I just think it's interesting that she kind of changes the narrative a little bit to give us a little spec. This is our first little bit of speculation on daughter. I'm not trying to rabbit hole us into a certain thought or theory something to keep in mind we are starting to gather some puzzle pieces here okay her daughter is the one who got the last um message from mother her daughter received a chunk of money from mom when she was last seen alive now we have the daughter who is the one calling the dad and the aunt out of state two to three hours after she got this message that mom potentially has been kidnapped based on the wording based on what she says she thinks waits a couple hours and then tells the rest of the family that she's terrified. Okay. So, okay, so you want to hear the daughters? So now we're going to hear the daughters. All right. Let me know if you can hear this it. is the last one. Um, I thought that recorded yeah. on my mother last night uh-huh. or yesterday, excuse me. And I was just wondering if maybe I could speak with the detective that's been assigned to her case. Okay, do you have any further information? I sure do. Um, I mean, do you want, you want the case number? Okay, I mean, I, I, I the case number so I can look it up that way. Okay, um, bear with me just a second. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. Okay, it's um, 2022. Mm-hmm. 
dash zero nine one zero um zero two one six. Two one six. Yes, ma'am. And the detective may not actually be in the building yet, so I, I may have to get your patrol officer, okay? So just bear with me just a second. Okay. So 09010. Zero zero. I'm sorry, the handwriting is not that great, but it's 09100216. Zero 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 sorry about that. I think I missed. No, you're fine. It's only me. On Rocky Drive? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And what kind of update do you have just so I know what to try to... Oh, no, I, I, I'm i sorry. I didn't mean like I had an update. I just meant... Oh, my God. I didn't mean... I, I'm sorry. I, I'm i not in a clear mental state. Okay. I'm just my okay. mother that's missing. Um, I, just, I just wanted to talk to them. I wanted to see if maybe there's something that I could do. I do have the rental agreement number if they needed that. Um, I mean, that's the only thing that I, I have to offer. But maybe because she was in a rental car, I do have her rental agreement number. They could maybe trace the GPS in it. Right, what's your phone number? Okay. I'm her daughter. Yes, ma'am. Take a deep breath for me, okay? I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I'd be upset too. I completely understand that part, like being upset about it. Um, so the officer that took your report is already gone for the day. Um, he worked last night. And then the detectives, I don't think they're in the building right now. They're kind of working on an on-call basis. So I don't know that I can get in touch with them and, unless I have something, you know, fresh to give them. And that would be something. But I can see if I can get another officer to call you back, okay? Um, we've got the bolo out for her. like we got everybody you know keeping their eyes peeled for and that kind of thing so um, um I, i'm not trying to be a smart aleck here or anything but do i need to hire a private detective maybe because i i i mean and i'm not trying to be ugly or anything but it, 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 i don't understand uh, some i mean I, I know you don't know everything of course but why it hasn't what i've asked being done like why isn't the gps in your van being traced do i do i need a private detective to do that i mean i just i don't i'm not trying to be ugly or anything i know i, I just know. the most help okay so here's the thing she's she's in a like what what is she? she's an adult right. okay so that makes things a little more difficult because people are allowed to leave and go and do things without telling other people and I know that's not a good answer I understand that but that is also you know that is also part of it because she is an adult so it just, it just takes some time also to do these things and so I don't I don't specifically know what they've done yet or not I wasn't here last night so I don't know but um from my understanding, they would be doing everything that we know to do currently. But I will definitely get somebody to call you back, okay? Okay, thank you for talking to me. No problem, ma'am. I'm so sorry. I, I hate that this is happening to you. What was your name again, sweetie? Amanda Bearded. Amanda Bearded. Spell your last name. B-E-A-R-D-E-N. Okay. All right, I'll get somebody to call you back here shortly, okay? Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Athens Clark County Police. 
Hi, can I speak with Colonel Johnson? Okay, I don't have a colonel. Yeah. <laughs> colonel okay, Johnson. Um, he he just called me. Um, I I just I had some more information for him, and I I just I wanted to get it to him. Um, my name's Amanda Bearden. Okay, okay. All right, hold on one second. I talked to you earlier. So uh, was that yes. Sergeant Johnson? We had to talk to you. Hold on. Sergeant Johnson. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Um, there's lots of Johnsons around here, so I want to make sure I got the I, one. I get it. <laughs> Um, you just Ooh. Uh, yes, ma'am. I, I just I thought about it, and I have her iCloud information. I, I know that it, it's a, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if the phone is turned off, it would still track her. Um, but I, I do have her. I've got her Apple ID and what I thought was her password, but the password isn't working. I, I don't know if y'all have technology or whatever, but I, I do have. I, I don't know. I'm just. I mean, you know. Uh... All right, hold on one second, okay? Hey, baby, call me back. Okay, thank you. There was a time. <laughs> okay, okay. Whoa, that's <laughs> terrible. That is a terrible commercial. <laughs> that is a terrible <laughs> commercial from Bill Moore. <laughs> My gosh. Boy, <laughs> that was bad timing. Oh, my. There was a time. Oh. The time was at Bill Moore. Mm, uh, um. So a lot of people think this is a fishing. Uh, Mark McCulper just said Leroy Jenkins. Um, maybe she was asking for Colonel Mustard. Listen, I can't get behind these nine one one calls. What do you think when you listen? Well, to a lot of people are talking about the fishing expedition, fishing for the GPS. Oh, uh, like I, information. That's that's two different instances that she's mentioned two different GPSs. So I think that's um. I do think that's a little bit suspect there. Um, I, I don't know, though. I mean, if my mom was missing, I, I don't know. I mean, geez, I don't know how I would act. You know, I, I just I don't know. I it, I would be so out of character because, I mean, I would be fighting. I'd be like, OK, I'm a cop and I could probably do a better job than these guys because it's my fucking mom. But then also I'd be like, I know that they are going to hate me. So I'm going to back off. Like I would be all over the place, man. I would be like, right. I don't know, man. I think no. a weird laugh in the middle. Again, we I understand that everybody reacts differently and in, in uh, I was gonna say I trauma like, I, or... like when it gets really traumatic, I laugh like everything. I don't know, like it's a weird coping mechanism for me, but I'm super guilty of laughing when shit gets really bad. I only laugh when people fall. I mean I want to make sure that they're okay, but then I like it's a weird I can't help it. Cause it's funny. Why are you the way that you are? I don't know, but I wonder if somebody laughed at me when I busted it on my run the other day. Because <laughs> I do that often. <laughs> Anytime you see a fat person fall on the concrete, it's funny. Well, they might have laughed because it was good. So so that's Amanda. <clears throat> uh, so here's what, here's what I want you to know. Amanda has a decent record herself so amanda was uh now, I, just from the picture that we saw on that video looks shot, like she's mean? got some uh she got yeah the mugshot she looks like she's got some crank bug issues crank bugs being the little holes that you dig in your face when you've had too many methamphetamines right um, so I right she's there? been charged yeah she's been charged multiple times with uh uh battery a lot of times it was in her relationship so a lot of abuse to the guys that she's been with um 
uh, faking, you know, falsifying a drug test, uh, things that are a bit less, quite honestly, important. But then, so the battery, a lot of civil disturbances, and in fact, a lot of false reports. So she has been charged with falsely reporting that the guys were battering her when in fact it was the opposite mm. way. So that's kind of her, that's kind of her uh, background and MO there in terms of a record. Does she have a drug issue? Does she have a drug problem? Uh, yes, she has okay. had on and off drug issues and her boyfriend, we're going to start talking about him now. So Andrew is his name. Andrew is 27. So she's got her young and, um, just pulling an old Andrea on us. So, Andrew, um, I hate you, like, in so many ways. Hunting them cubs. Um, if, you're, if you're younger than 25, you're Andrea's type. Oh, God. Andrew has um, been in and out of trouble with the law as well. Uh, with some domestic things. So they actually each had a restraining order against each other. Like they were supposed to be under no contact with each other. They are living together currently. So that's healthy. They had just moved back to Georgia two days before this happened to her mother. Oh, there you go. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. So they had been gone, moved back. The last time Andrew was in trouble was, I believe, like May of 21 ish they are now they are together now but before that they had broken up you know on again off again consistently they both are very healthy emotionally stable people clearly so the last time they broke up was when he came to her apartment because she his words were that he manipulated her into linking their debit cards and once he did so he was consistently seeing five to six hundred dollars with every paycheck taken out of his and funneled into hers. So now he's take this for what you will in terms of how successful he is at it, but he is like a, he is into MMA. That's what he does. That it was how he was making some of his money. Uh, so that was his gig. He's getting consistent paychecks. She's taking money out of it. So he went to her place back in May of 2021, something like that, around 8, 8.30 in the morning, bangs on the door. Uh, she called police to say that he had broken in and was doing all these things. So he got in trouble for contacting her under a no-contact order, but she got in trouble for falsifying a police report. So at the end of the day, they're both doing these things. He said, though, that she was taking that money that he makes thirty dollars or $40,000 a year and he hardly has any to speak of because she takes it to spend on drugs. Um, and listen, people that, that want money for drugs can be super manipulating. Um, I had a friend that was a really close friend and then got really bad into drugs, went to prison, got out of prison, called me when he got out of prison to apologize for all the shit that he did before he went into prison and he had to make amends and all this stuff, which he never did anything to me. He just apologized for you know, just being a shitty human, I guess. And, and so, you know, we were off and on talking about every five to six months. And then all of a sudden he started calling me with these weird requests. Hey man, I just wrecked my car. Um, I'm, I'm on the side of the road. I haven't been drinking. I haven't fallen off the wagon. Trust me. I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I just kind of messed up, but I'm on probation and I'm, I'm scared. And could you send me some money to just get my car like towed out before the cops get here? Because like, I don't want them to think that I was doing this and that. And I was like, no, dude, I'm so sorry. I mean, I, I, I can't. 
Then he would call me about, Hey man, I'm in line at Walmart and I've got this gift card thing. It's not going through, but That's my sad. mom's put money on my account. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like really sad. desperately trying to get money from me. Yeah. Great stories. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I can see kind of like, you know, a mom falling for this, you know, like, you know, because, oh, absolutely. Mom, you know, it's like, you know, if, if I or wasn't, even the if I hadn't, if I hadn't been a cop, I would have fell for it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, dude, I don't want you to fall off the wagon. I'll uh, send you, uh, you know, $300 to get your car. Right. Or even even the boyfriend. Right. Because like not that he's like this stand up whatever, but it would make sense that she manipulated him into, for whatever reason, linking their accounts. Because you want to say like, why? And heaven's name. <laughs> would you link accounts with this chick? You know what I mean? Oh, like Micah McFowl has a great point. He says, was her boyfriend's bail $2,385? That. that made me chuckle a second ago. Um, exactly. So he claimed she was stealing money from his checks and manipulating him. Now he did write, um, a while ago, what they're considering to be uh, a threatening letter. He said to Amanda, he wrote a letter after, cause he was super pissed about this situation with her taking the money out of his checks. Mm -hmm. Right. And he wrote, if you or your family ever come near me again, I'll hurt them. Have a nice life, you lying bitch. Don't ever contact me again. Um, I don't think that that incriminates him in that one moment in the murder of this woman. Uh, I don't think that. I'm not saying he didn't have a part in it, but I don't think that one letter, like that letter circulating everywhere, like, oh, he threatened her. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Who knows the language they had between each other for a long time. They clearly were both super toxic. So I don't know. Right. And like, and, a, I, and I do like the fact that he's like an MMA fighter. You know what I mean? Like, eh. he, he like fights in like one little, you know, he's had fight. a few fights. He has had a few fights. I think he boasted that he, I think he's won, won four and lost three or something. Dude, I'd love to get you in the arena. Just fuck you up. Just beat the shit right out of you. Just it breaks off you. Fucking annihilate you. My fist, my elbows. Destroy. I'd win. I'd get the belt. All right. Go ahead. I was just fantasizing about beating the shit out of you. You're a dude in my fantasy, though. So it wasn't like a. Wasn't like That's a domestic. Fair. Wasn't like a. Like a womanly, like a man beating a woman fantasy. It was like a, you're like a real transvestite. With I mean, a penis. I guess we don't king shame. Uh, so he does have several domestic violence cases or charges against him, though, over time. So again, okay. we're dealing with the, you know, daughter and daughter's boyfriend are both pretty yucky. So don't let it, uh, I don't want to let it not be said that Debbie does actually have another, has a son. He's out of the picture. He's not out of the picture in her life, but he's out of this immediate area and not doesn't seem to be caught up in any of this mess that like the daughter's caught up in. Uh, he seemed to be the most normal. The dad and or the stepdad, you know, her brother seemed to be the most normal out of all of this. So crime scene. Let's talk about what we found. So the next day, uh, with the aid of a canine unit, uh, authorities are alerted to an area in off of a wood line right off the side of the road like i said just a few miles from that family dollar she had stopped at and found debbie's uh conflicting reports on nude or partially nude regardless body with a charred abdomen so her her belly was charred uh some reports will say burn most say charred and i'll we're gonna go back to why i find that interesting uh, and her right hand was clutching a small 
tree. Some reports say that the tree was upturned, like uprooted. And so if it were like a new, a new plant, you know, like a newly planted tiny tree, kind of like the one that you ripped out of that dude's uh, yard with your skate ramp. If it were. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, don't bring me back to that. Fuck, man. For those of you who don't know, because I know you guys hate inside jokes, I bought a, I didn't buy a ramp. Somebody gave me a ramp online. It was amazing. And I accidentally fucked up a bush in his yard while I was moving it. The guy got super pissed. I still feel really bad about it. Obviously, I shouldn't have told Andrea that I felt bad about it. She'd make a joke out of it on night shift. You literally just talked about fantasizing beating the brakes off of me. So you're going to make it. You'll be fine. So... So her right hand was clutching this small tree, right? Again, some reports say that it was uprooted or, or you know, and some some don't. I, I, that doesn't matter a whole lot to me, regardless. So uh, partially nude and charred stomach. Her, all the items that she bought at the dollar store were accounted for there. So uh, the first thing they stumble upon was the tarp, but it wasn't, she wasn't like wrapped in the tarp. So when we talk about if she was purchasing these things under duress for, murder or if someone was you know uh forcing her to buy these things that would make their job later you know easier later they weren't really used and why is your stomach charred i've never heard that before has anybody i want to talk about that in a moment yeah so very strange so they find the tarp they find the red bag that she bought like everything that she bought is there but it's not used in her murder Mm-hmm. So to me, again, it goes back to I think that that was an that was an innocent. Those were innocent purchases. I don't think they have anything to do with her death as far as from what we've been told so far. Now, her phone. Her phone was also found very close to her body and it had been smashed. Which I feel like is super interesting. Who smashes a phone and doesn't just take it and chuck it? Like if you're the bad guy, I mean, adrenaline does a lot of weird fucking things. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to focus on everything and do something. I mean, just like homegirls uh, afraid about this whole GPS ordeal. You know what I mean? Like, you miss, yeah. Adrenaline's a a cruel mistress, man. You know, gets the job done, gets you to to win the fight, but you might do things or not remember things or not see other things. And there's a lot that can, you know, and, and that's the only thing. It's like. Unless you're a sociopath, it's hard to. It would be hard to get away with with murder because a sociopath would. Say, it wouldn't be an adrenaline rush. It would just be like a, like an everyday thing, you know. Yeah. Which, by the way, if she was carrying concealed, and we're sponsored by the United States Carry Concealed Association forward slash Wolfpack, um, she would have had the training. She would have had the discipline. She would have had the know with all, and she would have had the backup from attorneys after she pulled her gat from her waistband and got to work on these suspects. And we would be talking, we, we wouldn't even have a true crime story. So uh, for those of you not concealed carrying and those of you that are uh, thinking about concealed carrying, or those of you who do conceal carry, go over to United States carry conceal association forward slash Wolfpack and become a member today, become protected, know how to defend yourself. We're a proud, proud supporter of the U S C C a dot com forward slash wolfpack sign up today please do uh yeah i I so the charred stomach let's go to the charred stomach i've never i've never seen that before what and and again we're getting 
we're not getting all the information because we're not cops in this area. So, I mean, is it a charred stomach? Is it like her legs are burned too? I mean, like, so, okay. we so we've heard reports are very, uh, there, there are a lot of consistencies and there are a handful of things that are inconsistent. And the ones that I'm finding inconsistent are the things that are important to me. Right. Okay. So I, I don't care if she was fully or partially nude. That to me doesn't matter. I do say that under like a, um, if you're looking at like a behavioral analysis type thing, that's generally not going to be a woman that did that. I'm not saying it can't be. Generally, a woman's not leaving a woman naked. Usually speaking, that would be a male, a male leaving, even if she was not sexually assaulted, it would generally be a male leaving a woman naked uh, uh, more often than a, than a female would. The charred stomach, you know, I don't know. I, I The thing is, I if we take it all the way back from the start, and I hate to try to just, I really am trying not to funnel into girl and her boyfriend, but I'm having a tough time not doing that. The fact that they got into town, they moved home two days before this happened. Old girl has had a history of stealing money and drug use. They both have domestic violence and battery charges, daughter and boyfriend. Uh, she was the last one to receive any communication from her mother in terms of a chunk of money and in terms of a most ridiculous text that under no way makes anyone assume that she was actually kidnapped, but you can't, but you know by reading it that that's exactly what the intent was to look like. So I'm, I'm having a tough time getting out of the hole of daughter and boyfriend, but I'm trying to not, to not let myself just do that. Right. But I'm saying if let's just speculate for a moment, <laughs> as I've done the whole show. Let's speculate that's the case, that somehow whoever executed this, you know, the finality of this, whoever planned it, however it happened between daughter and boyfriend, let's say they were responsible. And not the sharpest tools in the shed, clearly. Uh, not making super wise choices, making very obvious choices. The the key is under the blue flower pot by the door. Done, that's all it took for me to say, I'm seeing right through this bullshit text. That you weren't kidnapped. So if that's already the case and they're not making wise choices in the execution of this, like they sit on this call, this text for two hours, three hours before they tell other people and then they're calling people from out of state saying we can't find mom, we got this text, whatever. I could see them going so far as to do something strange like charring the body to either. Um, well, they couldn't. They, they they like the shirt, but the whole they like exactly the whole body, a body doesn't. Fire, yeah. But. And guys, if you don't know, a body does not burn easily. It, it takes a steady flame. It takes high heat. It takes all these things like it's not going to it doesn't. Ca- we're full of fluid. We are 70 percent water like bodies don't catch on fire like that. So I that's exactly what I thought. There's a picture. And I think that I was going to email it to you and I got busy at work today and didn't. But. There's a picture of um, a piece of red fabric on the ground uh-huh. that looks to be around maybe seven or eight inches long, and it's curled up because it's charred and burned. It looks like the fabric of a jersey material, like a jersey, okay. uh, not a jersey yeah, yeah. cotton, but like yeah, a Georgia, football like jersey. A jersey. Yeah. yeah, like the jersey she was wearing. So I can see that happening. Like they, like just they're kind of idiots. Like they set that shirt on fire, pff, didn't take, belly got burned. And it really could be as innocent in that in terms of like the charred belly could be way less cryptic or, you know, um, significant. Yeah, it could just it just like, sounds hey, weird. Like so this, people say it all the time. They keep like mentioning it. But I, on fire and I think it was uh, I think that was just a bleh, like, well, she's not catching fire. Like, let's go. 
Um, I do think that it's interesting that she was that far away. So keep this in mind. It, it, again, if we're going down this speculation, I'll be the first one to tell you that I'm wrong if when whenever we learn all this, if, if this is not true. But this is just kind of where my head's at right now. If if it was daughter and boyfriend were a solid hour or so away from home, how whoever's doing this, if it was both of them, if they were both, that's uh, that picture. We've got a picture up right now of uh, uh, Debbie with a black eye and some bruising. She had tripped and fallen months earlier, and she herself posted that on Facebook. So that's oh, all that. Gotcha. That really doesn't have anything to do with this. Okay. So if daughter and boyfriend and in whatever capacity were, if one of them was indirectly involved, they both planned it. If they both physically were involved, I don't know. Assuming well, they that be that fucking dumb if they haven't gotten caught yet. Well, okay, hold on. So okay. if that's what if that's what happened, they're an hour away. And this is kind of what I was saying earlier. I said, let's come back to that, her being that far away. I think they thought it was going to provide them time and distance. So let me say why. So they were an hour away. If they're the ones that did this, I could see the daughter saying, hey, mom, meet me up here to do this. Like, and mom's like, well, I got to get some stuff for the game. Great. We'll get it up here. We're going to go shopping. We're going to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Like easily lured in a way that mom did not find malicious at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have footage. The The authorities have urged anyone uh, owning storefronts or anything like that on that southbound highway once she left the dollar store to come forward. If you have any footage, no one has yet that we that we've been made aware of. So we don't have footage of her once she's left the dollar store so we don't know between there and where she was ultimately found dead we, d- we don't really know anything so we don't know at what point she could have met up with somebody she could have met up with her daughter or daughter's boyfriend we don't know those things yet and that's why they'd be so concerned about that gps that's exactly right also that would be why it took two at least two hours before girl is calling stepdad and aunt in a different state to tell about this text she got from her mother. She calls him in a panic saying, I think mom's been kidnapped, but she calls him two hours after she got the text. Yeah, but I mean, I don't I mean, dude, I respond to people fucking two days after a text. If your mother texted you, I might not me- see it for two fucking days. I mean, you texted me all day today about like, what are you ignoring me, fucker? Why aren't you returning my said that I once, But I see you a lot of funny things. And I had a question about tonight's show. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, the point being, I didn't respond for hours because I was because I didn't have my phone. I was like locked in on some other stuff. Like I was doing things. So it's like, I don't, I don't like my wife, dude. My wife doesn't half the time she doesn't even know where her phone is and her phone's dead and you can't find it. I mean, my wife's gone like, I mean, not really lately, but I mean, like last August when we were really getting into the throes of podcasting. I mean, she went like two days without knowing where her phone was. She never uses her phone. I know, but I'm I'm just trying to paint this puzzle from. And again, I'm probably painting the wrong one. I'm just speculating here. But I just like to argue. I know, but I just think about. Let's assume she did see it. Let's assume mm-hmm. she she didn't say. I think that's another thing too. I think I'm calling on one and I'm saying, "Holy shit, mom texted me. I just saw it. She texted me two hours ago, and like now I'm terrified because two hours ago she texted saying, "I got you." You know what I mean? I don't know. There was no urgency in that sense. So if they have allowed themselves some distance in time, they do whatever they're doing to the body. Um, they they try to burn it. It doesn't work. They smash the phone instead of just dumping it somewhere. 
whatever they leave. Then it's going to take them about an hour to get home. Now they're, you know, but again, they've left this, there's a purse on the table with all the belongings, even though old girl had a purse. Like mm. it all I is. I forgot just, about the purse. I, I forgot about all of her shit being. And, about. and the, the, the girl is the one who gets there to, to, to the fact that the text says like the, here's where the key is so then she's home presumably using the key that mom told her to get to to then call the dad and the aunt i don't know i think they sat i think they had time to clean up some things they sat on it they got home handled their emotions handled themselves straightened up and called 911 or called called family members to call 911 <laughs> if if that's how this cookie crumbles if they were the ones that did this i think that that's how that happened um, oh. We don't I mean, yet have autopsy reports, so we have no cause of death at this. When did this point. happen? Do we know? Like September tenth, eleventh. Oh, so this is oh. like very fucking fresh. Let me tell you something else, real okay, quick. Tell me, come on, girl, come on, we, Lisa, tell me. We've come talked on, about. Um, I miss you calling me, Lisa. You know, we've talked about what it looks like for a police officer to obtain a search warrant, and. Mm -hmm. Would well, you Drew Brisey just did an amazing YouTube short yep, on our Failure Stop channel. Go over to Failure Stop uh, YouTube channel, and you can see all the 7, 8, 12, 13-minute shorts that Drew Breezy and myself and Mike the Cop are doing. But he just did a great one on search warrants. Shameless plug. Um, Amber, yes, the cops do have Debbie's phone, and we've not yet uh, learned what they've wiped from that yet. So... So, okay, search warrant. Let me ask you for any of those who haven't heard Drew Breezy's breakdown. Would you consider it? Um, <laughs> Drew said, stop, stop it, stop. Um, would you consider it a fairly uh, arduous procedure to obtain what you need to get a search warrant for someone? For somebody's phone? Or is, it, it, or is it easy? No, no, no. For someone's home. For someone's belongings. No, is it it's easy not. just to get one? Mm -hmm. Or do you have no. to... Is there... Do you have you to have, have some... probable? You have to have probable cause. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it means it's more probably than not that a crime has been committed and that that item is... It's more probable than not. It was something to do with, with the thing. So if you can't provide the courts with probable cause... And we're right now... What you've given us is all reasonable suspicion. Like it's reasonable that we're suspicious because they move. Not probable. An hour and but that's not that doesn't make it more probably. Let me tell you something. Evidently, not. it was because within four oh, days of finding yeah. the body, the girl, the daughter, and the boyfriend had search warrants on their entire property. Well, then that means then that, that means they have probable cause to get so, there. They don't. They can't just go get a fucking search warrant. So that means that's there's some what I'm kind saying of to you probable cause there. And I wonder what that probable cause is. I wonder if it's you trace fingerprints or, um, you know, I, I don't, I, I really don't know. I can't. So then the boyfriend has been speaking out saying the boyfriend's speaking out more than other people in the family. And to me, that speaks a and, lot. And, and, and Drew Breezy says that they, they probably know she did do it. They're just trying to build it. You know, I of don't course. know what he's trying to say. They're just trying to build a bigger case. A better Absolutely. Case. There's no statute of limitations on murder. Why yeah. rush through this? Yeah, let's just take let's your just... time. This mm -hmm. isn't cold. You got the body. If they yeah. really think she did it, take your time and do what you need to do to convict immediately. So, uh, you know, they, so within four days, they have these search warrants. Uh, but again, guys, it speaks out to me volumes that the boyfriend has been more vocal than the rest of the family 
uh, during this whole process. He's going back and forth with other podcasters. He is oh. uh, on the media. He is oh. all, and he's saying things oh. like, "Well, we're just trying to lay low. Um, everyone, clo <laughs> everyone close to her is, you know, you, you know, they've got to go through. He'll say they've got to go through the people, and uh, we just want to make sure that they don't, you know, accidentally or falsely think that it's someone it's not. I mean, <laughs> by the way, uh, we're just trying to get information on that uh, GPS." Uh... Maybe uh, maybe you could tell us uh, where, if you guys have information about a GPS. You know, what if those cops are like, "Oh shit, did you get? Did you check the GPS on the uh, GPS tracker thing?" Uh, no, I didn't. Oh my god, that's a great idea. Right. Solve the case. That would be awesome. In this case, but I mean, it looks like they've. they've I mean, this is a very young and fresh case, and it looks like they, yeah. you know, have some suspects already. Yep. So that's good. Yeah, they haven't named them, but I just think that it's very um, enlightening to know that, you know, I think it's a, a decent amount of information that the search warrants happened within four days of the body being found. And again, again, guys, keep in mind, they it, it, right off the rip said this was not a kidnapping. This was not mm. um, you know, clearly it wasn't suicide, but it wasn't a kidnapping and it was not. Um, a stranger on stranger. This was not a random act of violence. This was personal and targeted. And they said it from day one. And that means because it's personal is probably the way that she died. You know, I would guess, right? Potentially. Uh, they've not released that, of course. Uh, but also because of, I think, a lot of information that they have that we don't know. I think there's a, a few Correct. reasons that... Uh um man I, I feel bad for the for the stepfather i, I mean the husband, you know that sucks like you know yeah, i mean I that would be something i held on to forever you know it's like fuck dude why didn't i why didn't i go in that bedroom and, and say goodbye you know like you know i shit like that that would just that's why yeah. i do it that's why if we can learn anything from this is that's a great last call do right? not leave your house yeah. without saying goodbye to everyone and and don't get a having conversations having conversations uh, about your day and and letting people know what's up um share your labs uh amber hhs this was a stomach burn from a flame or could it have been an acid burn i mean i don't know whether they pour an acid on the girl's stomach mm, they call it charred and i wouldn't call i would call like you know an acid burn would be a chemical burn it would be i think would be more referred to we're splitting hairs on verbiage here but i think it would be referred to as a burn at that point if it was acid they've not indicated anything to have been asked to keep in mind one of the things that she purchased though in the dollar store was a torch uh lighter you seth dunlap i have to address the chats even though seth dunlap is a peasant and he's not one of our paid subscribers and i don't normally read unpaid subscribers chats he says he's tired of us dismissing his h s h c theory quickly seth dunlap you peasant text me or type down here what s h Whatever it is, because I just missed that. What is what is the SHC theory? Theory? Do you know what it is? Mm -mm. Reginald Rutherford says acid can have charring. Yes, it can. It can because it's still it's still burning the skin, so it's going to cauterize, if you will, on the edges. Like, yeah, so I still think have it's that charring. Body. I think it's a failed body burning thing. Just personally, I agree. I don't. There's there's been nothing else mentioned of acid. I mean, I, you're right, guys. I mean, it's great to spitball. I'm doing the same thing here. So who's to say? I, I don't know. Oh, but. Seth Dunlap thinks it's spontaneous human combustion. Oh, gosh. Get out of here. Damn it, Seth. You son of a bitch. I gave you a shot and you fucking ruined it, dude. <laughs> you embarrassed me in front of everybody. You embarrassed me in front of Andrea. Normally, I wouldn't care, but tonight I do. Um, 
Amber HHS says, was the acid purchased at the store? Question mark. Are we getting acid at the dollar store these days? My dollar store is not that cool. Uh, I don't know. Um, Maybe 160 miles north of Athens, Georgia. Difficult to look at pictures is in the chat. For those of you who don't know, difficult to look at pictures is a new Instagram ac account by Jonathan Bates, who is doing yes. the artwork for, for my book, my mediocre book called uh, Pig Latin, uh, a seriously funny true story. And uh, lots of big things happening with the book, guys. It's it's just getting bigger and bigger. Shandor 1920 is a new member. I don't know what Shandor 1920 is, but damn it, if I don't like fucking saying it, Shandor. Next on stage, Shandor. Nope, nope. Mm -mm. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I um. But by the way, if you guys want to go over to the Instagrammies and follow uh, hard to look at pictures or difficult to look at pictures, I'm sorry, difficult to look at pictures, give him a follow on Instagram. Dude's going to be blowing up here shortly. Uh, sure he's a dispatcher, selfless servant. He's worked so hard on this book and and he's just nailed every fine detail for the book. And I, and I, I, I there's not one person I could be more happy with. I mean, if Andrea could be half the host as Jonathan Bates is, it's true to artist the show Joe Rogan, right? We'd be Joe Rogan. We would be Joe Rogan. I'm really the only thing holding you back at this point. <sighs> now it's like I'm doing a, it's like I'm like I'm doing a podcast with with deceased like, Ruth it's like one of those, Ginsburg. It's like one of those, uh, like those Big Brother programs. Like I just need help, <laughs> and you're like just. Come on, I was just trying to get you off OnlyFans on the show, make you an honest woman. Let me help you out. It's like, what is that, Pretty Woman, the TV show or the movie Pretty Woman? I'm just what trying to make you Pretty Woman. I'm trying to make you an honest woman. You were just out there hoeing it out on OnlyFans. If you ever want to compare yourself to Richard Gere for one minute, I'm I'm finding a new podcast to be a part of. Bro, Richard Gere ain't got nothing on me. I'm such a, I'm so much more than that guy will ever be. Here's something. So uh, give us real quick before we get out of here, give us some updates on the last cases that we've covered. Cause I know we've had two major yep. case updates on two major cases that you've covered. Yeah. So I put a reel up uh, the other day. Again, I loathe doing that with every fiber of my being. So know that every time you see one that whew, took a lot, but it made me do it. So, um, Eliza Fletcher was the jogger. You guys remember we talked about the kindergarten teacher, mother of two young boys that was ugh, Cleotha Henderson uh, kidnapped and did terrible things to her. Uh, they had not at the time that we had the podcast, uh, the time we aired, disclosed the cause of death. And we do know now that it was a bullet wound to the back of the head, uh, multiple jaw fractures she suffered. Uh, she had some blunt force uh, trauma injuries to her right leg so they were a little now, bit more that's, forced that's confused me that, that the leg me one we know we know that there was a lot of blood I'm sure in the he beat, yeah we know he beat the brakes off of her i the jaw doesn't surprise me even the gun doesn't surprise the bullet doesn't surprise so me. The, you leg, think the, bullet, the bullet came way later though i think that was yeah I don't understand the blunt force trauma to the leg. Why are you beating somebody's fucking leg? The only thing I can think of is if, uh, if you get uh, out of the car and ba well, we saw the video, right? Well, there was, was the struggle was there that ensued. There was just, just <clears throat> not really. There was, we see there's like a video of her running, video of him getting to where she was, but then there was the scuffle we didn't see before he 
subdued her enough like because there was blood on the sidewalk so he already she was bloodied before he got her in the van but again remember he left they were in the van for four minutes if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, before the right. van took off. So um, we talked about her potentially crawling over seats, doing anything she could. I thought, I think she was an athlete. She was a mom of two young kids. I think she fought like hell. And uh, clearly he he won that. But, you know, when it turned, I, I don't know if he, um, I was thinking about that. Was that, would that be like a, a, a break? I know that that's not blunt force. I know what blunt force trauma is, but I'm thinking of like a, or like maybe he got out of like, the car like and whacked a, like a her in the leg with a baseball bat, like to the kneecap. Maybe <laughs> did, he, did he smack maybe. her with a baseball bat to get her in the car? But if that's the case, man, like I don't know why he didn't. Why? Why wasn't there? Well, it's hard a to swing a bat in a fucking car unless the bat's what broke the jaw. I don't know. I was thinking about maybe like a a, a leg, like a fracture. Um, maybe like an ass from her trying to get away and him, uh, <clears throat> like a baton, like he baton the shitter. But you can't yeah. swing a baton inside of a truck. Is the asp the one that when you do that, it like extends? Mm-hmm. I yeah. got one in my bedside. They're head. fucking worthless, dude. I've beat the brakes off of dudes with an asp and didn't do shit. And you can't it hit them in the head. Depends on what it. they're on. Well, I, yeah. well, you can't in self-defense. That's what I'm dude, saying. My training officer when I was a rookie, I didn't put this story in the book, but when I was a training officer, this dude wouldn't get out of the car and the guy was like sitting with his feet outside of the car and he was trying to kick my training officer and he was being like just a real bitch about it. It was a prostitution thing. The guy was just going to get hooked up for prostitute for buying a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Nothing too crazy. And he was an older white guy and he was trying to kick with both of his feet. And my part, my training officer pulled out the baton and wicks in it. And he's like, you kick at me one more time. I'm going to get to work on you with this baton. And the dude kicked on him again. But because the guy was sitting again in the driver's seat with his feet outside of the car, when he got to work on him, I mean, every other shot was hitting that dude in the dick. That dude finally gave up <clears throat> because his knuckles were getting pounded because he was trying to cover up his dick with his hands. And my training officer was just coming across that lap. Wow. Wow, just all up in those Is it balls. bad that I squinted all when he said knuckles because I'm feeling like the knuckles yeah. hurt worse than yeah. the, the dude was the dude finally quit <clears throat> got his own ass out of the car. But I was like, he probably hit him about six times. I'd say three of those hit him in the uh, two of those hit him in the sack, two of them hit him in the hand, the other one like hit his knee where it was supposed to. But you know, when well, you're writing so the report, you just it's where you intended to hit him, not not where you actually hit him. Of course. You know, I just um uh I yeah, that that case still to this day is I get fired up because he should have never been breathing air. Like he, that should have never even been able to happen. But it, anyway, I digress. But that's so now we know the cause of death on her. There is nothing still on um, Dylan Rounds. They've now hired a new agency with some drones and some other things to try to uh, find his body. That's that's been a while now, guys. That one's I mean, been a while. We're going on like 80 days. I didn't. Well, days. I kind of didn't count on anybody around there to be quite efficient enough to hide his body. Although, but there's so much just vapid land out there, like desert land. So that's the only reason I think that that could be possible. Um. So. And then we have the update on the case that we just did last week, where she got. Guilty of capital murder. Yeah, so in what we call the baby snatcher, um, the woman who uh, used a scalpel to remove a baby from a pregnant woman's belly that she had befriended after she pretended to be pregnant for months leading up to this uh, was, in fact, we all thought, and thank God this was the case, but was convicted of uh, capital capital murder. So, oh, Good. Well, I, I, I mean... 
that was one of the most gruesome night shift episodes of all time. I you know, so I've been I mean, it was almost it. as bad as the Dennis Perkins case. So that's what Dennis, well, but Dennis, you know what? Uh, at least uh, the Dennis Perkins case, those people aren't dead. You know what I mean? Like the Dennis Perkins case is very fucked up. I mean, y'all, there was stuff vomiting. I didn't even tell you about that because like it was so much in the moment to tell the story. I didn't tell about how one of the times when the flies, got, okay, guys, that was the one, the necrophilia one where he would like bathe these bodies and dress them and have coffee with them and talk to them and bathe Oh yeah, with that, them. Case. that was another fucked up case. That's Dennis, that's Dennis uh, Nielsen. Yeah, I was talking about and Dennis so, Perkins, the dude that- I know what you're talking about, but that's the whole, I know. Yep. I'm talking about Dennis Nielsen when we talk about what was- yeah, That was a good episode. Yep. So- You were just a young cougar. Back when then. that was literally like just a few weeks ago so we okay we can um, i can almost shed a little bit more um move on it now but if you remember guys he would keep the people under like the dead the corpses under mm -hmm. the floorboard and so when he went back to get them out there was um like the flies had gotten so bad in his apartment uh the stench had gotten bad he had fly strips fly bug spray all, all the things and when he raised the boards one time to have sex with the newest corpse, which was like uh -huh. a couple of months old at this point, uh -huh. the one beside him um, was so at this point was getting decomposed, which kind of shocked him. Like he was a little surprised to see it's the state that it was in. And it made him a little he'd always get a little heart sick because he kind of was falling in love with these guys. So when he opened it to get the one guy out to... Um, bathe him and have sex with him the one beside him he saw uh maggots coming out of the orifices of his face and when he went to move him most of his head kind of slopped off and he described it as um a traffic uh thick traffic of maggots that spilled out of oh. his skull <sighs> did he still have sex not with that one that's when he burned it no the other one yeah, and he bathed him and saying you are my sunshine to him while he got in the bath with him. Dude, that motherfucker doesn't need blue chew at all, bro. Mm -hmm. Damn, that dude's got it strong. I get turned off just by podcasting with you, and this guy's able to like see a head fall off with maggots come out. And he's <laughs> Sean so, Kelly said I was eating. <laughs> so boned up. <laughs> oh man, uh, nothing that Sarah Kelch wouldn't be into though. I feel like. Like um, and there's no more. We're still waiting. There's not much more going on with Murdoch. Uh, you know, I don't know. They don't. Lots going on, man. Yeah, we're still following. Tad cool dude says he's still like the the Vegas politician that killed the uh, reporter. I mean, that's oh still yeah, going on too. So I mean, we might have to just do an entire episode on case updates. But um, I mean, uh, you got anything else for us, or are we good to go? I mean, hmm. No, I think we're good to go. Uh, next week. What's next week? Thank you guys all so much for being in the chats. L Wall, Hydroman Blue, Sarah Kelch, Jordan Chapman, uh, Jay Galtz, for everybody that's out there listening. Uh, best way you can support our show is support our sponsors, bluechew.com, Manscaped, Ghost Bed, USCCA. Oh, um, if you don't want to support the sponsors, if you just don't have any money, please give us a rating and review. Please just give us a rating and a review. Jim Terry's boys. Um, and somebody else we picked up, we pissed off somebody that uh, has a soap shop on Etsy and now they have wooden dillies. And so they've got a little army out there giving us bad reviews right now. So um, if you're on team uh, failure to stop, go leave us a good rating and review. It really goes a very long way. Don't don't end yet. I want to just a quick little shout out. Um, 
made a friend over the past couple of weeks named Kristen. Uh, she's a police officer here where I live and she does some great things and great things for children. She's amazing. And as we get to talking, she heard me listening to a podcast, asked me what I was doing. And then I told her I was actually on one and she says, Oh, I've got one too. It's also on crime. And we've been talking a lot this week. She's also an artist. She makes some pretty dope artwork. And so she and her girlfriend, uh, best girly do a thing. It's called crime coffee and crafts podcast. They talk about the coffee they're drinking. They talk about crimes and I told her I'd give her a shout out cause they're really cool and they support us. They've become subscribers to our channel and, uh, they do some they do some fun things. So go give them a listen as well. Reginald Rutherford wants to know how many times you made out with her. God, he's thirsty. Reginald, go to bed, honey. <laughs> Will Cray says we have been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty, and he dropped us five boners. Thank I mean, you, Will Cray. Thank you. Uh, uh, so go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow the YouTube channel. Go check out everything that Drew Breezy is bringing to the table. That I'm ready. Yeah. To Mike is um, going back on vacation because he's going to a uh, conference thing. I think it's in Orlando. That means Drew Breezy will be filling in for the great um, Mike, the cop on this Friday. So I'm always excited about what he's going to, what we're going to break down this weekend. Uh, but please guys give us those reviews and those ratings, hit that like and subscribe button until next time. Cheers. <laughs> Good night. Y'all. Good night y'all. <laughs>